Hello, how are you so far? How's your day? And um, welcome to the Angelo B's Monday Morning Podcast, where we do it every single day. And today is Thursday, I guess so. Is it Thursday? I don't have a calendar at home. I don't have a TV. I don't have anything. This is a very minimalistic life. Maybe this is just the poor life, you know. No TV, no anything, no whatever, no gadgets, no, except the one I'm using for recording. So I'm happy just to be like that, live the minimalistic, or call it poverty life, or poor life. I'm happy, I'm fine, and so, let's begin with the favorite. I don't, I do not like this, but some people told me it is funny. I don't know, is it funny? (laughs) So, here you go. The dad, let's begin with the dad joke. Dad, dad, you know, it's a. I'm not the dad yet, but with the dad joke, that I'm a bad dad joker. But the, the, there's a hyphen there. Dad joker is one word, so it means I'm a bad dad joker. I'm not a bad dad, but I'm a bad dad joker. You know, you know what I mean, right? So. But I'm not a dad yet, so I'm just a bad... No, I'm not a bad joker. I'm just a bad dad joker. Alright, let's begin. So there's a couple who is a Christian or a Catholic, and they always argue every morning, every single morning, of who makes the coffee, you know? And the guy said, no, you should make the coffee, because you are the woman. You you have to serve me. And the woman cooks. And the woman is the, the, the queen of the household. The woman runs the house. No woman, no. Women want to be served. You, you are, you are the man, and you ser- you will serve the woman. You satisfy the woman. You make the woman happy, and that the two of them kept arguing in the relationship. So one day, the woman just said, "Now, cited an authority. Hey, I saw it in the Bible. I read in the Bible. It is the man who makes the coffee. And the man and the husband was like." What are you talking about? It's not reading the Bible. And the wife said, it is in the Bible. I can get the Bible and show it to you. Okay, fine. Can you show it to me? It's, I'm sure it's not on the Bible. And the woman said, it is in the Bible. See, look at that. Look at that. He Hebrews. You know, it doesn't say she Hebrews. Hebrews. <laughs> it's Hebrews. Yeah, Hebrews. So guys, you brew. You brew the coffee. You do the coffee. It's because it's Hebrews. It's according to the Bible. Is it funny? Oh my gosh, this dad jokes. Dad jokes. For some reason, a lot of people find it funny. But me, I have a little bit weird. I don't know if you know Louis C.K. and Dave Chappelle. Those are my favorite comedians, stand-up comedians. And uh, yeah, but today, I'm just going to drop my thoughts on... Drop my thoughts on um, relationships and um, maybe romantic ones. Um, not really prepared about this, just got in my head, just someone giving me a feedback that maybe talk about love and romantic romance also, because in the Philippines it seems like, um, the the top, the the, the topic, I mean like, uh, the themes that we want to watch in the movies, or like Katniel and, um, Alden's movie, and I haven't really watched it, like, and... They said never not love you is also good, like James Reed and Nadine Lustre. Like, they we like these kind of romantic, where the Filipino culture is more of this teenage, 
um, romance, this, they call it Kilig Kilig, I don't know what is Kilig, I think Kilig is already in the English dictionary, so I think it's fine, Kilig is fine, Kilig is there, like, Kilig for women, they kind of swoon and snigger, is it the right word, they roll in their beds, yeah, when I was younger, I got that story that, um, yeah, there's one, there's one girl who, you know, I gave her the change, you know, I'm not saying I'm very handsome, I'm not saying, I'm just saying facts, this happened to me, do not think that I'm arrogant, I am not, this, she told me this, what happened, I, maybe I am arrogant, I don't know, she told me what happened, she said, um, I said, I'm gonna go to National Bookstore, and it takes one hour from our place to here to buy, to go to the National Bookstore, get a book, and um, so she's like, can you buy me this book, blah, 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 and, you know, and so I bought her a book, and I mean, from her, she gave me the money, and I gave her the change, and later did I know the change that I gave her, she kept it, because it was for me, and I know, maybe I was a heartthrob, I don't know, I'm the, I don't know, maybe, maybe, no idea, maybe, there was a lot of girls who sent letters to me, I was just very picky, I don't know I how I wish it was more picky in food back in the day, back in the day when I was in high school, cause I got like I I know I'm skinny right now, cause I kind of eaten. I got sick back in the day in college, just drinking bad water, and I wasn't really picky about food, but I was very picky about women. And I I didn't I don't know. There was a lot of girls who asked for my number, but I wouldn't I wouldn't text them. I don't know. I didn't really entertain. I didn't really entertain every single woman who liked me. It was more of if I liked this woman, I was just a one, one woman man, a one girl boy. No, it sounds bad. One woman man, but also I did try it just out of boredom. So bored, don't know the meaning of lives. So I tried two women at the same time. No, just, I don't. Please don't turn it off. But I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel handsome. I just. I'm saying. I just tried it. And it was not a fun experience. It was I didn't just it was just once and that was it. You know, that was it. I didn't deserve it. Didn't deserve it. Two of them are beautiful for me. I'm like, they're you're too beautiful for me. I don't know why you like me. I have no idea. So um but um um reflecting on relationships but on on I don't wanna talk about it personally because it's gonna be unfair for past relationships because they're not here to defend themselves like it's gonna be biased because it's gonna be all what I'm thinking it's for me it's gonna be biased to just probably talk to my friends like I've, I've done this before and I ask for forgiveness sometimes I talk only from my style like this is what happened this is why we broke up you know haven't really haven't really you know talked about it but let's talk about it because it's like the, the like number one in the pod in the Philippine podcast it's more like the, the relationships and the, the YouTube the number one YouTube guy is earning millions is tooful it's all about uh, messed up relationships people want to see funny stuff that happens in a relationship ridiculous embarrassing stuff that happens you know so there's a lot of it people like to laugh at it people like it's like this guy is not really handsome like has two girlfriends oh my gosh you know and then we like listening to these kind of stories but 
for me, though, as a man, I don't know if you watched that series Fargo, where it was Martin Freeman. Martin, 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 Martin. How do you pronounce that? Martin. Where's Martin Freeman, the lead star? He he's the guy from The Habit or from the Sherlock, you know. Sherlock, the Doctor John, yeah, with Sherlock, you know, the famous guy from the Sherlock Holmes, Martin Freeman. So he's the guy in Fargo, and I don't know, I can't forget the scene that the, her, his wife was nagging and nagging and nagging and comparing his career to his brother, uh, like he was compared because he was just a guy from the selling insurance and can't sell enough wasn't successful and she was just nagging and and that the character of martin freeman just grabbed a hammer and hammered his wife and killed her and he but it was out of impulse it was just out of he was a, a, a timid guy in the in the series and he just did it because he was just fed up but i, I totally get it like i was feeling it like even if he killed the woman i totally felt like I totally felt the pain from nagging. I totally felt the pain from undermining your career, from comparing you to your successful brother. I was like, oh my gosh. I was in that moment, that scene. I cannot forget it. I just want to encourage all women that, I don't know, maybe this is from my conversation, from like, <laughs> from my, I don't <laughs> from I had a conversation last night and maybe it was just a chat. But it was about affirmation and um, it was affirming that for men, we'd like to be affirmed for not really about our looks, you know, not about our looks, not about our cheek, our shirt. But what really goes deep into our hearts is that if you compliment and affirm us and, and tell us something good, that we are valuable, that we are contributing what I'm doing is significant that I want to, I'm doing is making an impact you know in the basketball and NBA there is no award the most handsome man mr. congeniality maybe there's a mr. congeniality right now because of the influence of the Ms. and trying to be effeminate now the NBA now is more feminine but but back in the day it was only the biggest most important award aside from being a champion is most valuable player you watch NFL you watch major league baseball football soccer you know basketball they always have this most valuable player because for us men it's not about the most beautiful face the most beautiful gown maybe right now it's happening because it's it's 2020 and everybody's becoming effeminate and person pansexual bisexual so many crazy words right now the spectrum of gender and stuff but but back in the day when I was there was real men and real women women served men <laughs> no 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 women and men served each other you know complementary compliment i mean like side by side it's not about the equality that i am strong you should be strong i am beautiful it's a bit like this but more men was about their value the work and i mean i mean you don't get your identity from work but i don't know it's so deep into us that if you undermine my work i'm just gonna feel bad like you told me i'm the ugliest person in the world i'm not gonna get offended you're gonna tell me i'm the ugliest person in the world no it's not gonna shake a man man's just gonna laugh at it we don't care 
about looks. You know, we can walk here in the Philippines. We can walk outside of the streets just, you know, without a shirt, you know, naked on, uh, what do you call it? Naked on top. Because we don't have the need to be fashionable. Because deep in our hearts, we actually feel we're handsome. Ladies, if you're listening right here, if you're listening here, I know. Most men feel already we're handsome. We are handsome deep in our hearts. But if you say something about what we're doing, like what I'm doing, and criticize me. I mean, for me, I have already a tougher bringing because I grew up my hypercritical father so it's kind of toughened me up it's more of like I'm it's difficult to offend me and I know you need to be really specific to offend me and you need to be really specific to make me happy with compliments but comp but but bro I mean general compliments and general criticisms like you're an idiot you're stupid I don't get offended with that I don't it doesn't even get into my heart and also compliments like you're handsome like a lot of people tell me that oh angelo you're handsome but i don't doesn't i don't it doesn't affect me because but if you but if you do it like my eyes are nice like it looks like jericho rosala's eyes like, ah really oh shoot i was just kidding no i'm not really into the looks but into the work now for men work is a, a little very important so be careful If you're a wife listening, treat your husband's work sacred and you will have, if you're a wife, you know, the best night of your sex life, you know, he's going to do what will make you happy as a woman because, you know, I don't know, now why are we talking about sex, my gosh, let's address, yeah, I'm planning, you know, I'm planning to record because I'm reading this, this book, Theology of the Body and, um, I don't know. It's very, I have a very, very shallow understanding. It's very complex. You need to have a good background in philosophy and theology to really embrace, really get the best out of it. If you really wanna, it's like um, it's like a sommelier. What is how do you pronounce sommelier? You know, sommelier. This guy who understands wine, or you know, what? How do you know what? What am I talking about? I'm not an expert. Just trying hard to be social light. Trying hard to be in there to fit in. No, just kidding. But you know, I'm gonna I'm reading and trying to really just I know it's as much it's as shallow as I can get and I think it's best that it's shallow because some people really have difficult time understanding it. I'm gonna create a segment. I'm gonna entitle it Holy Sex, you know, and just I'm just gonna organize my thoughts, collect it and group it and and Create the segment Holy Sex. It's all about theology of the body, and um, let's. Uh, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna do it later. But because we're talking about sex now, and it's, I don't, I think I don't give justice if I'm just gonna stop it right here where I'm thinking like insects. All I'm saying is this is what I'm saying. This is sensitive. You may turn it off if you have problems with talking about sex. Yeah, I had a friend, a colleague before. Where she walks out every time I talk about sex, and I, I have a, I'm so sorry for doing that. It was like two years ago, three years ago. I was a very mature guy, so I even if she would tell me that she's uncomfortable talking about it, I would still talk about it. She would walk out. She would be angry, but she was very patient. She, she, you know, she'd been, you know, she was very thoughtful about me because she was elder. She was older than 
two years or one year and she would be very caring i felt the she was an older sister felt like she was you know thoughtful about me but i don't know they were teasing us that's what i didn't like i like to be friends with her felt like she was an ate to me she was thoughtful asking me and taking care of me and we put meaning on it. I don't know why people put meaning on it, like it's romantically, but I didn't really have it. I did like how she cared about me, like because I know she has a younger brother, so I felt like she, she was caring because, kind of see probably just my thoughts, probably see her younger brother in me. No, I don't know. But you know, just going back, we're now on a roll going to talking about sex so <clears throat> like i was saying like in sex it's demand serving like sex let me let me uh, this is uncomfortable are you ready um with uh, doing sex it's demand serving demand working hard demand um demand is doing hard, working hard, you know, making the effort to give up his what he has to give, and a woman receives. You know, you see that you see that kind of probably if we look at the analogy, that's really the meaning of being a man and a woman. The man gives, works hard, and then feels tired at the end. The woman receives, feels happy, and is inspired the next day. I am so happy. I received love. I am inspired to work. And what do you do? You just lay there, open your arms, lay down, and be happy. Welcome. I'm just, I don't want to do it anymore. Somebody told me. Some of my friends were men. were little like laughed about it. It was really funny, but... I don't know about women. No, no, I don't know. We have different brain wires. Men and women are not the same. You know, we are. We may be equal, but we have. We are equal in complementing each other. We don't eat. Women have very special brains where they can multitask. Men, we just want to look at one. Look at one. You know, we are faithful and loyal. We just want to look at one. But I don't know why we look at a lot of women. But in terms of women, it's like men can multitask. I don't know why is that. Women, when it turns to men, they get focused. But with work, I mean, they can think about so many things. Cook, wash the clothes, you know, take care of children and clean the floor, you know, wipe the table. They can do all of it. But men, if you start thinking about it, just doing all those stuff, oh my goodness. No, 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 no. No, 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 no work. We don't want to do that. We don't want to clean the trash. We don't want to. I'm so sorry. But with women, we kind of had the energy. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying everyone, but it takes discipline to be faithful to one woman as a man. To be faithful to one takes a lot of strength and virtue and energy and discipline to be faithful and loyal to one woman. So you're lucky if you have a man who will die without cheating, just being faithful and committed to you, can say no to temptation. Takes a lot of formation and discipline. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know why we can multitask. That's a thing. Yeah, I always say, men can't multitask, but we can if it's a woman. <laughs> Sorry, no. Men, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not worth it, but it's at the Bible. 
Like, King Solomon had like 800 women. David had 300 for it. How many was it? I'm sorry, I'm butchering it. But look at the Bible. You know, King Solomon had 800 women. Rich people problem. That's what happens when you get a lot of the richest. The richest man in the history of the world, King Solomon. Yeah, aside from the Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie, the richest guy in America, Andrew Carnegie. It's not Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie is the guy very good in public speaking. Public speaking. Public speaking, where there's a Carnegie hole. You know, he was a poor guy who wanted to develop himself into communication. I like him so much. You can read um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's a good book. I did scheme through it, did really read all of it and just pick up the rules. Never criticize. I've known that rule since college, but I'm very critical. I was like, ah, people pleaser. I'm just gonna criticize. This is the first rule and um and and uh win friends and influence people. Don't criticize. Uh, I will criticize joke. Yeah, for me it's criticism because it's it's just the where comedy comes from criticism but not at the expense of other people criticism in terms of like not be, be being a jerk make fun of jerks make fun of assholes you know that's what i want to do not really but this you know i don't want to yeah ellen DeGeneres had a quote about it that good comedy good com real comedy and good comedy is not at the expense of other people you know it's just the brilliance of the mind ideas and all so we're hitting the 20 minute mark so thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the man the woman relationships but it was very shallow and brief we're just playing in the shallow waters right now we're just we're testing the waters we're gonna do a segment called holy sex we're gonna launch it maybe well i'll be i'll prepare for it so that i i'll be proud of my work so you know could leave my legacy here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts is available on Castbox. Castbox is amazing. There's a lot of um, a lot of a lot of <laughs> audiobooks, you know, on Stitcher and Breaker. What else? There's a lot of podcast podcasts up. Radio Public. This is all available there. Angel V's Monday Morning Podcast. And um, thank you to Anchor for giving this for me giving the spot available to everybody so thank you so much so that was it have a good evening and it's still afternoon but have a good evening baby <laughs> baby <laughs>